You are now entering the world of a movie review. A world full of drama, joy, ridicule, movie spoilers, unpopular opinions, and adult humor for as far as the eye can see. Welcome to an evening at the movies. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to... I feel like a second episode of an evening at the movies because literally like five minutes ago, I was already recording an episode, but I'm back because I love this show and I love talking about movies. So, you know, last episode, we debuted a new guest. This episode, we're going to debut a new guest. So it's all about newness. It's the holidays. It's time to be festivus. It's time to welcome new people to the an evening at the movies family. So with that said, um, welcome to the show for the first time, Mr. CJ. Hello. Welcome to the show. Doing? Finally got you on the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a long time coming. I feel like we've had this discussion a couple of times, but between people's work schedules and all of that, it's been difficult to do. But thanks to my unemployment, I'm free as a freaking bird, so we can do this shit. So, for those of you who may not necessarily know who CJ is, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let the guest of the hour let you guys know who he is and what he's all about and all the shameless shit that we do at the beginning of all of our shows. So, CJ, the floor is yours. <laughs> okay. Um... As for uh, anyone who knows me, I'm CJ. I started out at, on a podcast, Masturbators. I'm one of the original members of Masturbators. And right now I'm doing uh, uh, the Masturbators, uh, uh, was it? Masturbators uh, Bracket Review Show. And those those come out uh, every Wednesday. And we have another show that we're rebooting. And she'll be coming out here soon. I don't want to spoil it, but you know, stay tuned. It's going to be great. Yeah, we don't need to jinx that one because we've already tried to go down that road before. Yeah. And not that it was a failure, but things happen and, you know. You need to be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. I'm still not 100% sure how. I love talking in riddles so the people don't know what the hell we're talking about. But I still <laughs> would like to know how this is going to work because 12 is a big number. And you can't do 12 the same way that you did one at a time. Yeah, see, I, I agree with that. I, you know, yeah, that's got to excuse me. That's why I like, double-checked it and make sure, like, all right, are you sure that's what we're doing? But, but, so we know. will be sitting down and having a board meeting with Dre and Joshua yeah. and figuring out how this shit's going to work because I'm excited. I'm excited for the first subject of the show because oh, – yeah. That's one. That's yeah. one of my all-time favorites. Me too. So, I still but definitely when. Oh, yeah. I seen. I probably if Dre was to message both of us like right now and say tomorrow, no bracket review recording. We're gonna do episode one of the reboot. I'd be like, I'm ready. Me too. I, yeah, I, I could do yeah. it. I, Dude, it actually is actually on for hours a day, like during the week. Yeah, and I watch it like almost every day still. Like <laughs> at least a few episodes a night. 
Yeah, so. exactly. And it's one of the most iconic TV shows of all time, too. And I never thought that it was going to be when I heard that it was debuting. So, yeah. go yeah, figure. Thought, show yeah, me too. I was like, I heard the subject. And, yeah, I heard the subject. I'm like, ah, this is good. All right, I want to check it out just to see because I, I like, I, I knew one, uh, one of the people that was going to be starting in it. I was like, all right, just because of them, I'll check it out. And oh, dude, I loved it. It was amazing. So. Yes. Well, and I'm not going to lie. I watched the first episode, and there is one reason that they got me to come back for the second episode. And I will say the person's name starts with a K and ends with a. <laughs> yeah. And that's, why I start, that's why I chose to watch the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I was also exactly. I was already a fan. Yeah. I was already a fan, so I chose to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Just to see. So yeah, and it didn't take long for other reasons to stay involved with the show to pop up. So, so. yeah, but we're we will not go down that road just yet. That will be for a different show at a later time when everybody can get the entirety of that massive preparation <laughs> done because it's literally it's like three hundred episodes. So, um. Yeah. With all of that said, though, we are here for a purpose today. Two purposes. One, CJ's debut on the show. Two, Yay. we're going to discuss a movie that I have wanted to do for a very, very long time. I actually thought we were going to do it last December when we did everything Eddie Murphy month because that would have been the perfect time to do it. But... I'm trying to remember. I mean, Harvey wanted to do Boomerang, which Boomerang, great fucking movie. I love yeah. Boomerang. <laughs> um, I want to say Dre and I talked about Beverly Hills Cop. Dre and I talked about Coming to America. Definitely Surprise. is going to come to America. <laughs> Dre, Dre was not going to let me get through December without Coming to America coming up. Oh, of course not. That's his number one. And then he and I have battled over which one's better, coming to America or Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, it's almost like oh. almost like me and Amanda with the Nightmare on Elm Street versus Halloween. Oh, oh my gosh, I am right. All right, I'll just say you're right on one of them, and you're wrong on the other. Yeah, we'll discuss that after after the show is over. <laughs> no. But. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Um, so there are other obviously iconic Eddie Murphy movies that I did not list. I mean, the other one that we talked about last year was uh, Shrek. Um, Vanessa came on and we talked Shrek for the better part of an hour and a half, which I did not think you could talk about that movie for almost as long as the entire movie was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, there's a lot of nuances in that movie, and like, and he did actually steal the show. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Oh. Yeah, you would have thought he was the star. Well, okay, because my whole impression, my whole thoughts on it, and it's nothing against Eddie at all, but there's definitely eras of Eddie Murphy's career where mm -hmm. you get like the '80s and the early '90s, probably up through like the two Nutty Professor movies. Yeah, where you have the Eddie Murphy that we grew up on. Yeah, the heart, the edgy, hard nose, inspired by Richard Pryor, 
type Eddie who tells jokes in that fashion. Yeah. Then you have the family friendly Eddie era that you know you have your Doctor Doolittles and the haunted mansions and the daddy daycares and the, all of that family friendly stuff that he did for a long, long time. Yeah. Like, oh, it like yeah. I think he just evolved. You know, he's just trying to evolve. You know, which you know, yeah. for a good entertainer, well, and, it's something you have to do. Uh, think about it. Ice Cube started well, out as a gangster remember. rapper, and he does. Yeah, he does family movies now. So True. yeah, you got yeah. So, but he yeah, I, he's still, but you talk to him and do interviews with him. He's still the same person. You know, he's just oh, yeah, as an entertainer. He he learned to evolve. Well, and you also have to remember too. I mean, at the time that he started doing all this stuff. He was having, he was starting a family. He had kids. Mm -hmm. And I heard him say in interviews numerous times, you know, do I want to keep making movies that my kids can't see? Or do I want to make movies that I, could, I would be proud to say, okay, let's get together and go take a Saturday afternoon and go to the movies and go watch dad. You know? Yeah, see? Yeah. I you're, not, see you're not, you're not going to take a five-year-old to the movie theater to go see Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I would, but uh, yeah, their parents would fucking be pissed. Well, I mean, I think I was eight years old the first time I watched Beverly Hills Cop, so I'm not judging. My mom didn't show it to me. Actually, my aunt showed it to me on Showtime. Yeah, my mom actually got pissed at her over that one. She, she's like, every other word out of his mouth was f this, f that, and blah blah blah. I'm like, <laughs> the guy taught me how to freaking color my language with the curse words yeah yeah i actually watched coming to america uh in the at the, at the drive-in yeah my parents my, my parents took us to see it yeah i miss yeah, driving I, movie theaters yeah so bad. yeah i was yeah no no i was a little yeah i was a little kid and my brother was my brother was like oh, a little over a toddler it was like when it first came out which went to the drive-thru i mean went to drive-in so yeah, so I yeah, my dad wasn't that yeah, he was very leading when it came to like language and nudity and things like that. Yeah. Some of the action movies, you know, he kinda like shot away from showing us, but that was only because uh my stepmom was like, No, they're kids, they shouldn't be watching us. If it was up to him, yeah, we'd be watching all of that. Yeah. Which we ended up watching at my aunt's anyway. Yeah. It wasn't my, very my far. It wasn't very far after Beverly Hills Cop where my mom just kind of like, whatever. You've already mm -hmm. seen this. You may as well. The Band-Aid's been ripped off. So, yeah. you know, whatever whatever you want to watch, go right ahead. I mean, obviously, yeah. there were certain things that I wasn't ready to fully understand back in the 80s because I was too young. That it's like now it's like, oh, I haven't seen this since I was like five or since I was like seven or eight. And then you watch it now, it's like, Oh my, this movie. <laughs> you get some of this. Yeah. It, it <laughs> rings a lot more truer now than it did, you know, when you were a kid. Yeah. Almost 40 years ago. Yeah. So, now you get all the yeah, jokes. Now you that. get all the jokes and all like the hidden nuances and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah. Exactly. But, like, yeah. I used to go to my aunt's and we watch everything like all the alien movies, the Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and all of it. Even like I had a discussion with Harvey even like a year ago, when we both dis discovered that we loved like Howard the Duck, and how 
it's a dumb cheesy movie, but it's very nostalgic for both of us. Yeah, it's nostalgic for me too, but I have memories of like what, why, why, just why. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely growing up and being a mature adult, you have a totally different understanding about what that movie is and why it is the way it is. So, you know, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, they so tried. Kind of sort of, yeah, they they did try, and it's not a. I don't think it's a horrible movie. Not necessarily Dude, the worst, most, one of the worst sex scenes ever. You mean when Leah Thompson's having almost sex with a duck? Dude, <laughs> no, that was that was bad. It was bad. I love yeah. Leah Thompson though. Oh, I love her. She can still get it. Oh, I mean. That was kind of sort of her general area of the '80s, where you know she was in Back to the Future, she was in Howard the Duck or Howard the Duck. She was doing a whole bunch of stuff about that time. So, but yeah. definitely very much a hottie. Oh yeah. So, um, we kind of sort of went all around the barn and back again, and still <laughs> haven't said what movie we're going to be discussing. <laughs> so, um, I think, well, why not? We're going to discuss the Eddie Murphy classic, Harlem Nights. Yes, and this is where me and Dre go back and forth. Because he is um, coming to America as number one and Harlem Nights is number two. I say <laughs> Harlem, Harlem Nights is number one and come to America as number two. I say um, Beverly Hills Cop is number one. And I'm going to no. poke the sleeping bear and piss, and piss Dre off. Coming to America is number three. Harlem Nights is number two. Oh, ha. oh, 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 wow. Right. See, I see the number of people who are currently viewing this right now. So <laughs> I know good and hell. Well, Dre's not watching, so I can say whatever the hell I want. Coming to America, five. <laughs> no, no, not five. No. <laughs> I mean, there's no way in hell coming to America is five. Coming to America is classic Eddie Murphy and at the end of the day, if Eddie hadn't been able to pull off the, the different characters in that movie the way he did, yeah. it probably the movies like The Nutty Professor probably yeah. never would have worked. Oh, because, no, it wasn't just him though. Arsino Hall played just as many characters as Eddie did. Oh yeah, oh one hundred percent. I nothing against Arsenio at all because, and the fact that those two worked so well together. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Between. The, them being able to do all those different characters, plus the chemistry that there was between the two of them. Yeah. Only a mwah. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was over a decade before I realized that some of the characters in the movie were them. Was like I knew they played a couple of them, but then like, oh yeah, years later, I'm like, oh wait, that's Eddie. What? Like, wait, that's Arsenio? Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, it took a while to realize that no, they played not just one extra character. No, they played multiple characters each. And then you I figure mean, out some of the ones they played. And like, it's crazy. I mean, I got the whole the guy that owns the barbershop. That was mm-hmm. easily. I mean, you could tell. Sounded like looked like Eddie. Looked like an older version of Eddie. The yeah. one that threw me off though, and totally. Never. I mean, it took me probably 10, 11 times to see in the movie before I figured out that it was Eddie, the freaking white Jewish guy. Yes. 
I, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's why if I told me that, I'm like, nah, no, it's not. <laughs> and I had to go watch it again just to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that one really threw me. RCL, you could tell which ones are him because that's, yeah, you, you can't disguise that chin. <laughs> no. <It was> a... <laughs> yeah, that um, yeah, you can pretty much tell it's him, but oh, man. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but no, that having that white guy be Eddie, that was crazy. That was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, before we get into the discussion, though, we do have a little bit of business to get to. Um, uh -oh. so basically, for the fans who may not have seen the movie, and at the end of the day, if you have not seen this movie, seriously, fucking shame on you because this is an yeah. amazing freaking movie. And we're going to get to a topic here really quickly. And um, CJ and I will be discussing this one. But um, truth be told, um, if it was tomorrow, I believe. Yep. If it was tomorrow, Harlem Nights would officially be 34 years old. Harlem Nights released on November 17th. Oh, we could have changed it. We could do this tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, him yeah. birthday. I mean, we, hey, we, him we, birthday. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, I noticed that when I pulled up the Wikipedia to get the information that I needed for the intro. But I'm like, dude, one day off and it would have been like the 34th birthday. Oh. 34th birthday. So, but I guess technically this isn't going to release until. Um, I'm kind of sort of rambling while I pull up my calendar and look at it because yes, we are live right now, but the actual recorded version will yeah. be dropping on uh, the, the December first. So technically, yeah. we're still two weeks it, out. Can't you force it to jump tomorrow? <laughs> Just have it jump on the, on the birthday. I mean, because it's his birthday. It's his birthday. I'm not gonna lie. I just, you just inspired me to call an audible. Harlem Nights will release yeah. tomorrow morning. Ah. Wherever you get your, wherever you get your podcast listening fix. Yeah, so. come on, Good Pod, Spotify, YouTube, everybody. Yeah, it's him birthday. Get them birthday. Harlem Nights birthday. Harlem Nights birthday. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. I mean. It doesn't throw off anything by doing it, so it's not like it's that big of a deal. So, yep, tomorrow, Harlem Nights will be available for anybody who's not listening because some of us have to be at work right now and can't be here to record. So, yeah, I feel special now. Um, matter of fact, he just messaged me right now. Um, Who? Dre. Oh. <laughs> Dre's, Dre's at work and couldn't be here, yeah. but he said he hopes we have fun, and he asked if we were live, so. Yep. If you... If you think we live, why are you texting? <laughs> right? <laughs> if, you're if you're texting, why in the hell are you not here freaking with us? Because we've got a hot topic we're going to be discussing here in 
literally like five seconds. I actually would like to know Dre's opinion because I think Dre knows the answer to the question. Yeah. So yeah, no. We'll get Dre went from home. He probably watching movies. Probably he probably watching freaking that TV show. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> so as far as I can remember, um, Harlemites was directed by, and it was his only time directing, directed by Eddie Murphy as well. That was his only time directing? Yeah, evidently. Oh. Uh, yeah. Dead, air, dead, dead air for just a second. I'm trying to get convinced Ray to come and join us. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Give me a second. I got to go grab something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not a problem, but yay. We are here. We are here. Yeah, what do you say? Uh, I just let him know that we started about fifteen-ish minutes ago, and we're still very early in the intro. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm at work. Oh yeah, oh no, it's so hard working from your couch. <laughs> well, I mean, I do get the fact that um, well, Ricky should be in school right now, but I mean, he does have Sasha. Yeah, I know. I know. I just like flipping. But it's kids. not like he hasn't. It's not like he hasn't freaking put Sasha in a confined space before and turned on, you know, one of her favorite cartoons. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, like he oh, like he does at poker. Okay. Yeah, push on the booth, turn the phone on. There you go. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're not judging. I've been there as an uncle, as a babysitter before, and it's like I've got stuff I want to do. And oh, oh, dude, it's not I pertain to entertaining you. So here, hey, sit no, in your hey, playpen no. and watch. Yeah, yeah, no, I I watch kids like a dad, you know. Yeah, I'm a I'm an uncle. I watch kids like a dad. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, you go in your room and play, and then you know, yeah, as long when, yeah, I mean, y'all do whatever you want until I stop hearing noise. When I stop hearing noise, all right, I get, go, go see what they're doing. Yeah, if it get quiet, that means you're doing something you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but as long as you can hear them, I never fine. got that until I became. Yeah, no, and well, I mean, if you can hear them, yeah. You start getting the blood curdling cries and screams and pain. Okay, then <laughs> you know you might have a problem too. But yeah, but the thing is, that usually doesn't happen until it's too quiet for too long. It was too quiet for too long. Then you hear the then you exactly. hear the screaming. But yeah, so as soon as it gets quiet, that's you got to go and check on before they yeah before they get to that part. Yeah, before they get to the part where they hit where they hit each other with a hammer. Because okay. if it gets to be too long, that's when you get the damn blood curdling screams. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah they, they don't work their way up to doing something stupid. 
Yeah. You stick your finger in the socket. No, you stick Which your finger I, in the socket. I, I always do. Yeah. Been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Harlem Knights was released by Paramount Pictures. It had a $30 million budget. It had a box office of $95 million. $95 million in 1989 was a lot of freaking money. That was a lot of money. $95 million today. Today is a lot of money. Yeah. 34 years ago, that was some scratch. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, it made over three times its budget. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. pretty damn good. Uh, now yeah. we get... Yeah, so in the 80s, that's a hell get, of a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now we get to the controversial topic of the intro. Uh-oh. Certain, certain website who shall remain nameless, but what do we say about this website, CJ? Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. And you're going to see why here in just a second. Uh, um, the do- would you like to wager a... Would you like to wager a guess as to what you think the Rotten Tomato meter says. Yeah. Coming well, to they always dog. Uh, really, coming to America, yeah. Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights, yeah, they always, yeah, they always dog urban movies. You know, really bad. So I'd say they gave like what, thirty uh, percent. Damn, that back-to-back episodes that literally both of you were like that freaking close to nailing it right on. Really? Because, um, yeah, spoiler alert for, I guess, next week's episode now. But um, we talked about Rudy, and I gave Jenny, the guest on that show, the chance to guess that movie score on Rotten Tomatoes. And she guessed 81%, and the Rotten Tomato score was 78 So, Oh, wow. She That's was cool. close. You were a little bit further off, but not much further off. 26 Motherfucking percent. Yeah, see, the, 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 the fucked up thing is, I was going to say 25. I'm like, all right, even though I hate Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, all right, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and go 30. Yeah, I shouldn't have did that. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. No. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I forgot. I, rem- I remember now, after doing the research for this episode, that um, this was not very critically acclaimed when it came out. Like the critics hated this movie big time, even to the point that, um, Eddie Murphy won because Eddie Murphy wrote the movie as well, but Eddie Murphy won, uh, Razzie. And for those of you who don't know what a Razzie is, that's like (laughs) the opposite of the Oscars. It's the opposite of the Oscars. Like the Oscars are the great movies. The Razzies are the shit movies. So, Eddie won a Razzie for worst screenplay in 1999 or 1990. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that yeah, goes to show you how much to make it eat a bag of dicks. What you're saying a, a lot of bag of dicks because <laughs> I don't know what these people were watching. This movie is freaking amazing, but we'll get to that when we get to the reviews. But, um, and obviously, um, if you currently want to push pause and you haven't seen it and need to go stream Coming to America, 
or not coming to God. Why do I keep doing that? Oh <laughs> my! Why are you doing Good. that to my movie? Why are you doing that to my movie, bro? We we do Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. If you want to go stream Harlem Nights, <laughs> you gotta end that hard. You gotta end that part out. <laughs> eh, I'll edit it and add it to the blooper reel because we're gonna try something here in the new year where I think we're gonna create a monthly event where we do like blooper reels from all the outtakes on the show because we're always fucking up on the show left and right. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna do it for uh, the month or for the whole year? Um, yeah, that'd be something to let out during Christmas time. Like, yeah, for the whole yeah, set went out for the whole year and then let it out around Christmas time. That's actually not a bad idea. Look at yeah. CJ with all the the damn good ideas for. I mean, we got. <laughs> hey, Harlem I've been Knights doing this, not I've coming been to for a while. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you have. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 dude, honestly, I didn't think I would like looking doing podcasts okay. because so, I don't like I don't like like crowds and um have major stage fright and things like that. So I always thought I would hate it, but like after the first year, I was so I got so into it. Like the whole first year, before every episode, I was thinking of ways to get out of it because <laughs> I was just so terrified of going on. But yeah, but after that, you know, so, oh, I love it. I'm going to take a moment really quick and do, 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 pop over here and copy link. And send it over here. So that <laughs> put that link in your bio. Well, because Dre just messaged and asked a question, and I'm going to let him hit play and watch so that he can comment and he can ask the question himself. Ah, okay. So, I just went live. How come his comments don't pop up on the screen? Because he sent the question that he asked in the group chat. Oh, are oh, you, Jack? So, I sent him the link for the episode and. What? It says not letting them open it. It let me open it. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> I think you just saw the comment or the question that he asked. Yes, did. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I've never once beat off Della Reese, even though she is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. So I will go over there and do that. Yeah. She's got a little booty on her, though. <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, she is old enough to be your grandmother. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's kicking. your big mama. <laughs> yeah, her ass probably hitting the back of her thighs right now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, she making it clap in the wrong way. Keep walking. <laughs> uh, oh, dear lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to right. the other movies. <laughs> so, I posted. We posted on my page. On my page. In case the second link don't work. <laughs> no. All right. I mean, technically, yeah, he could go directly to my personal page, and it's there. I've seen it because that's where I got the link from. So, um. But yeah, streaming Paramount Plus. So, um, before we get to the to the discussion, I do have to say that um, Harlem Knights. Wow. Oh, I think I know what I, I think I know what I did. So I will put a pin in that really quick. And um, I think I've got to go back over to that and go there and edit privacy. We are experiencing technical difficulties. We're de definitely experiencing a whole lot of technical difficulties. So <laughs> you look so confused. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have some freaking work to do to <laughs> make some edits on this episode. But um, yeah, yeah, another one for the blooper reel. <laughs> So, do, 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 do. all right. So, and back over there, Harlem Nights is a 1989 American crime comedy drama film starring and directed by Eddie Murphy, who also wrote it. The film co-stars Richard Pryor, Red Fox, in his last appearance before his death in 1991, Danny Aiello, Michael Lerner, Della Reese, and Murphy's older brother, Charlie. Charlie Murphy. The film was released theatrically on November 17, 1989 by Paramount Pictures. The film tells the story of Sugar Ray and Vernest Quick Brown as a team running a nightclub in the late 1930s in Harlem while contending with gangsters and corrupt police officials. So, I think that pretty much sums up the whole idea of the plot in a nutshell. I mean, there isn't really a whole, it's not that complicated of a plot. 
know. But yeah, but they worked so, it pretty good. Yeah. It was very um, interesting. So, discussion time. I've got four or five questions for us before we get to our reviews. Um, what about this movie does CJ absolutely love? Why is this movie your number one Eddie Murphy movie? Uh, oh, uh, the comedy. Definitely the comedy. But, you know, you got the one-liners are great. And, like, it's packed full of great, you know, uh, uh, comedy actors and comedians who uh, who all just play off each other, like, perfectly. Amazing. Yeah. Well, and you have to remember, too, we kind of sort of talked about it in that, you know, brief plot description, too. But... Um, can you honestly name another time where you had people who are such iconic comedians like Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and Red Fox? All oh, on the same Robin show. Harris is also there. Yeah. Robin Harris was a great comedian at that time, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there. The way I'm going with it, though, I mean, you literally like the three top build names in that movie mm. are three from three different generations of comedy, and they're all coming together and working as well off of each other and having the chemistry that they all had. Mm. I mean, you can just follow like that. Atmosphere offset. I mean, uh, yeah, on the set was amazing. Um, I bet you oh, they laughed the entire time. <laughs> I would be willing to bet that there is not one damn moment while they were filming that movie that people weren't laughing their asses off and pissing in their pants because, I mean, again, Fred G. Sanford. <laughs> yes. Richard Pryor. Freaking Saturday Night Live. Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley, Eddie Murphy, freaking Prince yeah. Akeem, Eddie Murphy. I mean, <laughs> just those three alone. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the other talent that's in this movie because there's some great actors in this movie. But, I mean, Arsenio Hall is in this movie briefly, but he's in the movie. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tommy from Martin. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember recently sitting down and rewatching Martin, and I'm like, I know I've seen Tommy in a lot of different other stuff, but I'm trying to, I none of it's really popping into my head, and I'm like, I feel stupid because I'm like, I know where I should have seen him before. Yeah, yeah. you want to hear something so funny about the character about him? Yeah, he uh, the three major things he played in was uh, so Martin, uh, um, there was, was Harlem Knights, Martin, and uh, Class Act. Those are the three major things he did. He played a guy named Tommy in all three. Oh shit! Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if he had trouble remembering names or what, but yeah. But all three, he played Tommy. Hey, 
sometimes life can be a little bit difficult. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, another, uh, but, you know, another major thing that I love about this movie is, uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody's seen, ever heard of the show Touched by an Angel. Uh, that was Della Reese's show. And yeah, that was when she was the uh, yeah the God fearing holier than thou <laughs> main character of the show. Yet she goes from that to this saying "kiss my ass" the entire movie. That alone just drives me crazy. That is amazing to me. I got shot in my pinky toe. <laughs> we could all be so fighting motherfuckers in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, she swears I mean, more than most of the guys in that movie. Which says a lot because this is, you know, not very long after even like Eddie did his Eddie Murphy Raw stand up yeah. movie. And if and if you've seen Eddie Murphy Raw, you know good and hell well that oh, hey, we got somebody watching us. Hopefully it's Dre. Dre, if it's you, would you like to wager a guess as to what you think Harlem Knight's Rotten Tomato score is? Oh, no. It's Amanda. Amanda, would you like to wager a guess as to what you think Harlem Knight's freaking Rotten Tomato score is? Hey, Amanda. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I remember... Again, Della Reese was one of those actresses that when I first saw Harlem Nights, I didn't necessarily, you know, make that connection. But I remember watching in my younger years, Touched by an Angel, and it's like, okay, she was in Harlem Nights. Definitely polar opposite characters from each other. Oh, yeah. You could not have two more opposite characters at all. Oh, look, there. Did CJ say how he wants to suck the picky? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you late. I already discussed how uh, I felt about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, technically, we are we are still kind of sort of discussing Della Reese and the fact yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, her two yeah. characters, like her character from this movie and her character from Touched by an Angel. Yeah, totally no, opposite. Yeah, but with Jay's question, I'm saying, uh, she's a little out of my age range. Her ass ass is a little too low for me. Did geriatric need love too? I mean, yeah, damn. Hey, you know, it's big, but ain't got no weight on it no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I feel like we're missing out having Dre on this episode because if Dre was here, I feel like all this shit talking would be going on left and right. Hey, hey, I'd that's his fault. Eating, eating my stale popcorn, drinking my watered down soda. Yeah, yeah, that's his. Yeah, that's his own fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Did CJ say how he wanted to kiss Della Reese's? And oh my God, 
My lift ain't that big. For those of you listening and not watching on YouTube, for one shame on you because you need to be watching on YouTube because the facial expressions are even better than just hearing the actual words. But um, Dre says, did CJ say how he wanted to kiss Della Reese's entire ass? LOL. Yeah, her entire ass. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I don't have that much time off from work. I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> well, I would assume you. I would assume yeah. you probably have to go to work sometime today. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. If I was gonna kiss her entire ass, I would. I would need some help. I need somebody to hold it up for me. I can't hear anything. Oh, oh okay. Work at court, but I have a lot of. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. He's at court. Mm -hmm. oh, crap. Um, I don't know if I should play. What? What? Amanda's having fantasy football dilemmas. Oh Lord. She doesn't know if she's, she's got. She's got she's got Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson on her team. Did she know you were recording? Yes, because she was here and she liked to come. Ooh, we got two people watching now. Yeah. All right. Why is she asking you fantasy oh, football shit. questions? Wow. Why she know we were recording? We were recording the show. So did CJ say how he left the swallow of orange juice for Delores to find? <laughs> oh, this is so going into gutter really freaking quick. But we love it because that's what we do. Yeah. So. Hey, I ain't going to lie. Dude. I would have been just as mad as she was. So, I hate when people do that. It's so irritating. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the cast in general for this movie is incredibly amazing i mean obviously the three primaries being red fox and eddie and richard Pryor, mm -hmm. and eddie has gone on record numerous times with saying that he was his comedy was inspired by both fred g sanford and um richard Pryor. so most of his even stand-up jokes when he was a kid were all richard Pryor jokes yeah yeah. Did CJ say how he needs Red Fox glasses because he's tired of the motherfucker? <laughs> hey, I have great eyesight. I just can't hear shit. Well, evidently, according to Dre, you're blind to the motherfucker. Mm. LOL. Yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah, he got some placement issues. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you did not like about this movie? Wasn't long enough. <laughs> yeah, it should have been longer. Truth be told, Actually, I mean, you literally just read my mind because that was like one of my biggest gripes going back rewatching this movie because it's been a while since I watched it. Mm. But we're watching, you're watching, you're watching, you're watching. And I mean, this movie is still a two hour long movie. so. It's yeah, not like but you're, yeah, we just you're like, no, this can't be it. Like, no, come on, don't be over. <laughs> but literally, 
And this movie, like we said, is 34 years old today, being the mm -hmm. day we dropped the audio in the video. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, you go through the events of the movie, you literally get to um, Calhoun getting blown up. And then, you know, they kind of sort of say goodbye to Harlem and they get in the car and they leave and then all of a sudden the credits roll. It's yeah. like, really? You're yeah. literally going to... Well, yeah, when I was younger, I used to be mad about that. I'm like, all right, they killed Calhoun. Why are they leaving? You know, it wasn't until I was older that I understood, like, okay, yeah, if they... Yeah, they're all marked people. They killed Calhoun. So they're marked people now. Because... Uh, yeah, Calhoun was a big dog, which is going to, you know, getting him, like, abruptly out of there creates a power vacuum, which is going to consume the city. And the quickest way to, to be on the top is to take them out. So, yeah, so they I mean, definitely had to leave. This is definitely not everybody's cup of tea, but I think this is the first time I've watched this movie after... You know, the first few times I saw this movie, I hadn't seen The Godfather yet. Yeah. But I actually sat down and... Hold on. I will put the comment up after I make my statement. I don't want to lose my train of thought. But <laughs> I actually saw not a lot, but there are some parallels between this movie and like the original Godfather movie where like, there was times in this movie that I even felt like Eddie Murphy's character in some ways was a lot like um, James Conn's character in the first movie where, you know, he's young, brash, hot headed, you know, mm. ready to, you know, jump into action and not think about what is going to happen as a course of your actions. Yeah. So, you know, and there's other aspects as well, but um, uh, next comment from Dre. Did CJ say he got no teeth like the guy that got shot in the start of the movie? Oh, that dude. <laughs> uh, I go on Dre said, I'm done. I'll watch the rewatch soon. So, Dre, since you're, well, you can't hear it because you're in court. You don't have the volume on, but um, I will. While we continue into our discussion, I will text you and let you know yeah. that. Right, yeah. Yeah, thanks for the input, Dre. Fall. I hope when you address fall out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, definitely the way the movie progressed, um, oh, that's fucked up. Um, what? <laughs> the fact that uh, Amanda's got Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow yeah. plays Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson plays Cincinnati. Good. So she's basically screwed. Good. All on the advice of me that she needed to go pick up freaking Lamar Jackson when he got dropped. So, um, but definitely the ending came really quickly, almost kind of sort of out of nowhere. Not that you know it was poorly built up to and all that because. I think it actually had a good build to it, but yeah, yeah, the movie, like, yeah, bam, gradually, like bam, she explosion. Was, here's, you. here's your money. Get in the car. Let's go. And then yeah. they rolled the credits. It's like, yeah, I feel well. 
No, I I was going to say I almost want to feel like I want a sequel to this more than I want a Beverly Hills Cop 4, but I actually really want Beverly Hills Cop 4. But I think I think where this movie left off is probably a good way to end this story. And yeah. at the end, at the end of the day, Red Fox is gone. Richard Pryor is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in the movie, they tied, they did, they tied up all the loose ends before they left. They tied up all the loose ends, yeah. paid off everybody need to pay off, you know, and then they divvied up the money. And, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, they, they ended, you know, they did the job, they ended the story. It was, you know, and yeah, and it was a good ride. I love it. Well, oh, and I man. also remember they only fuck it up by making a sequel. I I, I remember getting people. Well, they would fuck it up big time because most of those sequels that come 30, 40 years later are hot garbage anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm not holding out a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of that. You making that statement makes me almost wish Dre was here because anytime somebody says those three words, coming to America. Dre goes into full-on freaking meltdown, and yeah. it's almost as much as somebody telling him to his face that Titanic is a great movie. <laughs> oh man, fuck that! People. Oh my god, I really, really wish that he could have been on our yeah. boats and hose episode when Amanda and Shannon and I discussed Titanic back in February. You say boats and hose. <laughs> Well, that's why I titled the episode was Boats and Hoes. Uh, dude, I, no, I Titanic, Titanic is stupid. Yeah. yeah, the whole movie was about some chick who fucking like, you know, who fucking remembered some good dick from 50 years ago. You know, and like loved it so, you know, she did. Yeah, she thought about it so much, she went back to visit it. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, at the end of the day, it's a over three hour long movie about a boat that's going to sink. And we yeah. all know the damn boat's going to sink because we all know the damn history. So it's like, okay, you're going to give us this little 45 minutes of story and then the rest of the freaking two and a half hours of movie is going to be you sinking this goddamn boat? And then yeah, No, actually, no. The, the, the boat only sinks the last half hour of it. Cause that's, the, that's the only part of the movie I've watched more than once. That's my favorite, yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. When the boat sinking. I mean, at the end of the day, I have two favorite parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, one favorite part of that movie. It almost got me kicked out of the movie because I saw the movie in the movie theater when it came out. That's fine. I took a date to go see it. It is what it is. Blah, 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 blah. I took a second date to go back and see it the second time. I almost got kicked out the second time because I knew what was coming. And as soon as she let go of Leo's hand and he sank into the ocean, I stood up and cheered. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but no. at the same time and I know Amanda and I have debated this point a lot because Amanda absolutely loves this movie and he could have fit on the he could have fit on that damn door. He could have fit on that damn door, definitely 100%. But um you know, she told him before he sank into the deep abyss of the Atlantic Ocean that I'll never let go. Then what does she do right after she says those words? She lets oh, the she fuck let go. go. Bitch. <laughs> so, 
you can say all you want. It wasn't meant literally. It was meant metaphorically in her heart. No. I don't care. She did not have to him. If she had scooted six inches over, he could have gotten on that damn freaking door, and she wouldn't have ever had to let go. They would have rode off into the sunset, and well, the sunrise, and made little babies, and he could have made art of her posing naked and yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, though. Yeah. 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 You don't deal with who's a side piece. I'm, yeah. I still, I get, I'm concerned about the fact that I have this one person watching right now. And the fact that I'm talking about Titanic, I hope to God it's not Amanda because Titanic was wet garbage. Lambeth. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't care who. I don't care um, who knows it. Titanic was wet garbage. Yeah, okay. she conned those people yep. to take her to the ocean so she could revisit some old dick she had. That was it. So yeah. if you are watching the show, chime in with the comment so that I know who it is, so I know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say. Yeah, uh, the best part of Titanic was that the last half hour, everybody or the fucking boat sinking. Yeah, <laughs> and the motherfuckers people falling off the deck, hitting the fucking hitting the fucking rudder. <laughs> they, they bounced off the propeller. <laughs> oh, that that was a cool echo. <laughs> Dong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that's the best part of that movie. All right. Um, let's get back to Harlem Nights. So. Yeah. Because we are technically running short on time too, um, so I'll just I'll we'll go with one last question really quick before we get to our review. But um, since obviously this was Eddie Murphy's directorial debut, um, would you be interested in seeing him sit down in the director's chair again and direct another movie? Yes, almost definitely. Okay, so I know who was watching. That was funny. I'm not going to lie. When they fell and he was playing human plinko. <laughs> See, yeah. I go lie. I watched the whole movie Titanic once. The last half hour, I've seen Lisa a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. uh, so at least I know. That's the kind of person I am, though. <laughs> It's not just CJ and I that are going to be in deep shit with Amanda. It'll be Chansey as well. Mm. I'm oh, not going to have a problem with Some other movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, true. I mean, I love my co-host to death, and she is, you know, one of, if not my best friend of all time. But, you know, we have disagreed about a couple of different movies, so. And Titanic is one of them. So yeah. she, she um, actually has pretty good taste in horror movies, except for one. Halloween. Yep. Movie says. It's boring. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it is Number so one. boring. The second one is so Nightmare much better. Is... Oh, shit. All right. If my grandma had that gem and threw it over, I'd have thrown her ass in after. <laughs> <laughs> you were to follow it. <laughs> so, Evidently, the 34th birthday episode of Harlem Nights has turned into a Let's Bash freaking Titanic episode. Because <laughs> um, it's so easy. It is It is very easy. James Cameron screwed that movie up so much. But um, So yeah, back to the question. If the opportunity arose and he was straddling the fence on whether or not to do it or not, would you like to see Eddie Murphy direct another movie or 
Would you? Oh like yes, to definitely. Stick to acting. No, spread your wings, boys. Spread your wings and fly. Yeah, dude. I want, yo, he should direct. He should direct like uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four. I mean, he can't do worse than. Okay, I I won't say that because I know Dre prefers three over number two. Yeah, yeah, and, Dre prefers the shitty versions of movies like <laughs> all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, Dre is the one. Sequel. Yeah, he's all he's all about the sequels and, and sometimes the third one. Yeah. He he made me watch Grease too, and me too. I watched yeah, it, man. and and my opinion. Yeah. My opinion did change, you know, a little bit. I don't think Grease Two is necessarily better than Grease One, but I don't think Grease Two is as bad as I thought. And we need to get back on topic here. So <laughs> Grease Two, save that pin for it. We'll put a pin in that one and save it for another day. So okay. I would yes. definitely agree. All right, All right. How, yeah, how definitely, nice. Definitely agree that. As creatively genius as Eddie Murphy is, I mean, look at all the shit he did on Saturday Night Live. Look mm. at all the different characters he's created and all of that. I think <laughs> Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. That was one of my favorites. One of my aunt. Well, I mean, there is one character he created on Saturday Night Live that I did find has been 86 from all video out there. And there's only like actually one YouTube video. Really? What is it? That and it, 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 he is a reggae band singer, and he gets hired to play at a like a VFW like, <laughs> oh, event, and yeah. the, the title of the song that his band sings is "Kill All the White People." I remember that. Kill the white people. Killing white people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, white people. <laughs> exactly. I remember like, that. That was hilarious. Dude, my whole family laughed extraordinarily hard. Maybe way too hard. I, mean, I, I get it. Be laughing at that. <laughs> or a sequel to Harlem Nights, even. No, we weren't discussed that. No, never. I kill you. No. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we kind of. Without Richard Pryor and Red Fox, that kind of makes it kind of sort of hard to do because yeah, and plus they ended the story perfectly. It was, it was I think the yeah that and the whole all three of them coming together is what probably made that movie as iconic as it was. But it definitely, this is a great movie. Um, so because we are actually <coughs> because of events running as long as we are. Um, we're going to have to get to our review. And I know that there's a whole lot more that we didn't get to scratch the surface on and get to on this. Oh, so yeah. We're going to do part gonna, two of this. I, definitely. I was going to propose the idea that um, sometime in the next month or two, we should definitely get back together and do a Harlem Nights part two and get deeper into it. But stay more focused so we can get to all the definite one-liners. And all the <laughs> oh, my God. I think we were half yeah. hour in before we actually started talking about Harlem Nights. <laughs> well, part, I mean, part of that, too, was the whole trying to get Dre to where he could watch the episode as we go. So there is that as well. Um, so um, 
for you, CJ, you're the guest. You get to go first. But um, what, go ahead and give the listeners your overall thoughts and review the movie. And then rate Harlem Knights on a scale of one to five. One being bad, I, five being yeah. the greatest. Oh, movie one to five? All right. Yeah. Wait. All right. Yeah. Just one to five, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. I think this movie is amazing. I all all the white friends that I forced to watch this movie, thank me for it. That they absolutely loved it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen Harlem Knights, you need to watch. I loved it. it before I met you, but definitely, yeah. you you know calling your shot and picking this movie, yeah, was not a bad choice at all. Hey, well, yeah, no, I know. I made many of people like, "Hey, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna watch this movie." And they're like, "Yes, I'm glad to watch this movie." <laughs> and yeah, because the movie itself is amazing. Like you said, there's three generations of major top billing comedians, along with a multitude of other comedians and comic and you know, comic actors. Like, you know, and just yeah, just the the one liners, you know, the way they interact with each other, you know, the writing. The, oh, the whole, oh, it all work. It all just works perfectly. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. This movie's a great ride. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a great ride from beginning to end. And like you said, you don't even want it to end. When you get to the end, you're like, no, which was more. Uh, you're no. kind of sad. That's over. Uh, so, I will go ahead and say, I probably could have gotten on board with Chancey's last comment about the sequel. If they'd done it like 32 years ago, 33, I get Red Fox died in what, 91? They probably yeah. could have done, if they were going to do a sequel, done it like back to back right after this movie. And it would have yeah. been fine because you still could have had all three of them. But yeah. that's the thing though, you probably couldn't have because with the ending, they all gave up their money and they all went different ways. The only two that stood together were fucking uh, were were sugar and uh, quick. Those ones stuck stuck together. The rest went their separate ways. So technically, I so guess and, and and it couldn't be Harlem Nights because they wouldn't be in Harlem. They're done with Harlem. It could have been freaking Poe Dunk yeah. Kentucky Nights. Ew! Oh, that, yeah, that went in quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so, stop looking around. Nope. <laughs> just drive on. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> that was basically my thoughts when I went through Kentucky <laughs> in, in 1995. <laughs> I was on a Greyhound bus, and literally we stopped at uh, Marlboro Country Store. Basically, oh, wow. a store that sold nothing but Marlboro cigarettes and Marlboro shirts and hats and you know, all the, oh, wow. all the memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. All that shit the rednecks buy and wear. Like, yeah. Might as well get a shirt that says, yeehaw. But not going to lie. They had like $10 cartons of cigarettes. Ooh. So, I, I mean, for somebody who was smoking at the time, I was like, yeah. screw that. I'm, I bought like three freaking cartons right then and there. Yeah. See, so, yeah. Took them back See, on the freaking Greyhound bus, put them in my bag. And went out to go have a cigarette. Came back, two in a damn carton were fucking gone. Oh wow! Yeah, see that wouldn't happen to me because one, I would send somebody to go buy the cigarettes for me. 
<laughs> and then I would have kept them on my person. Well, yeah. well, I was gonna say, yeah, at the end of the day, if I'd been older and wiser, I probably just would have yeah. kept all three cartons on me because Yeah. Well, yeah, especially nowadays with how much that shit costs now, three cartons of yeah. cigarettes, that's like two hundred and forty freaking dollars. Oh, dude, back when I used to ride the bus, like, I used to, like, like do a graveyard shift and then take a two-hour bus ride, like, back home. Yeah, I'd have all my stuff in my backpack, and I'd have my I'd have my backpack shut, the zipper against the seat, and I'd have my arm in the sleeve, like, you know, while I, like, while I slept. So if the bag moved at all, it would, like, it would jerk me, and I'd immediately wake up and punch somebody. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you have to do something like that when you're traveling. Like yeah, like yeah, you touch my you touch my bag at all. If it jostles a little bit, dude, I'm waking up and I'm socking somebody. Probably the smart way to do it if you're gonna, you know, take part in public transportation. So um, yeah. So yeah, what did you? Get I haven't had public transportation since Trump got, since Trump got in office. Yeah. Look, you've got good people in your life, like Dre too. So yeah. Um. Did you go yeah. ahead and rate the movie out of five? Oh, uh, five is good, right? Yeah, five is. All right, I rate a ten. A motherfucker ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Tilly> Bob. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, you know, obviously the movie is a great movie. I love the movie. As we said before. This movie is not a 26 on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. I do not care what Rotten Tomatoes says. Fuck you, Rotten but, Tomatoes, you yeah. piece of shit website. Um, yeah. <laughs> once no. the I do not did not or I do not I did not make these ranking podcast network gets rich and famous. We're gonna develop our own website and we're gonna put Rotten Tomatoes right the fuck out of business. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you know the thing is they no they dog this shit out of urban movies. They really do. Um. Like you can see some um, of the top grossing black yeah. movies and on Rotten Tomatoes, their scores are horrible. They just tank their scores. I mean, there really aren't many movies that I feel like they've gotten the score right on. Even like the 78%, I think, that they gave Rudy, I think is a low score because I love that movie. Yeah. So they can take and stick their 78 right up their freaking nose. So, but as far as Harlem Nights goes, like CJ said, the acting is phenomenal. Eddie is amazing. Richard is amazing. Red Fox is amazing. And, you know, CJ can do what all the stuff that Dre asked about to Della Reese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is, you know, Red Fox and Della Reese playing off each other uh, the whole movie. They are, they are ridiculously hilarious together. Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 4.8 out of 5. And the only reason why I'm deducting 0.2 points is the fact that that the way the ending just pops up and slaps you in the face like it does, mm -hmm. it, it kind of pisses me off. Because it's like, <laughs> really I, want, I want more. <laughs> I want more, but you're just going to give me the, that for an ending. So, I know. I feel bad, but at the same time, the story is, I understand the story's over. There's nothing left to tell. So I was like, but still, I want more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I wasn't ready to say goodbye to these characters. And obviously, <laughs> they're not coming he back. So. Exactly. So, this was definitely a hell of a lot of fun for a debut episode, even though we were all over the place. And it is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's part, part of this. That's, well, that you, you know, you and I are the same way when we talk about movies that we love. Like Amanda and I are the same, you know, Amanda and I are the same way when we talk about movies we love. We just start talking and we don't shut up. And wherever the conversation takes us, that's where it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I did not think we were going to end up talking about Titanic <laughs> at all. Yeah. yeah I had zero desire to talk about boats and hoes today, but it popped up. Let's go with it for a little while and see what happens. Oh, so. All right, so before we get out of here, oh. obviously, I have to say thank you to the dozens for being here each and every week. You guys are fucking amazing, and you guys are the reason why we do these episodes each and every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Um, we do this to keep you guys entertained, and hopefully, if you haven't seen a movie that we've talked about, inspire you to go out and find the movie and check it out. So, obviously... Thank you to CJ for being here. And CJ will be back because we're going to go back down this road that is Harlem Mice. And I promise you guys, next time, we will be a lot more focused. And Don't lie to these people. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be a we little... Try. We will try. We will try to be a little bit more focused <laughs> next time. So, um, really quick, I will open the floor up and let CJ say his goodbyes before I get into the what we've got coming up on an evening at the movies. So, CJ, floor is yours, bud. I remember, you guys, if you haven't seen the movie, you're... all right, yeah. yeah, check it out. Watch it Watch two or three times if you want to. You show all your friends. The movie is amazing. All right, and yeah, and uh, Casey, thank you for having me finally. Uh, this was really fun. I had a great time. All right, and if you guys want to see me other things, I, you know, I guest on other sh uh, other shows like Bracket Bastards or fucking uh, Monaco Music Musings, and I also do, I also is on, uh, yeah, Master Behind the Rat. <laughs> I, know, I was gonna say the, uh, yeah, I was gonna say on, uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of Drafts. There it is, Drafts. <laughs> I can never remember that word. <laughs> Yeah, I was on Masturbators Presents Draft. That's okay. Sometimes yeah. Dre doesn't get the order of the words right in the old network name, and we've been doing this for a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can find me regularly on uh, Masturbators Presents uh, Movie. Ah. Masturbators Presents Movie Review. Damn it. <laughs> like, all right. Masturbators Presents Movie Review. Uh, bracket Movie Reviews. We do that. Uh, those episodes drop every Wednesday. All right, and I'm stop talking. <laughs> and I guess technically Dre did technically announce it last week, but CJ and I both are a part of the season to season show, which is coming back. But we haven't. That's what we were talking about earlier that we haven't ironed out all the details for, so we're not going to jinx it. So I will def definitely keep you guys updated as to when we'll be back with a new episode of that. So. Definitely, you guys will enjoy the hell out of what our first episode back is going to be. But um, oh, yeah. 
definitely coming up soon on anything at the movies. Oh, we've got Galaxy Quest next week. We've got Rudy next week. We've got Motel Hell with Chansey coming up Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Um, then in December, we've got Pain Hustlers with Teresa Carnegie. We've got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chris and Deb from Today We Laughed and Learned. We've got Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix coming up with um, Jen and Chris, mine and Amanda's friends. Uh, Violent Night and Jingle All the Way. Violent Night with Kevin and Amanda coming up on Christmas Day. Jingle All the Way with Joshua. <laughs> from another member of season to season coming up on Christmas day as well. And then we will round out 2023 with talking. Chris and I will be talking about a football movie entitled the program. So stay tuned for all of that. Most of those will all be dropping on Wednesday. Rudy will drop on black Friday. Other than that, every other thing will drop on Wednesday. So that was said. As always, thank you to the listeners again. Thank you to CJ. And at the end of the day, we hope you guys all come back for an evening at the movies. We'll see you next week, guys.